In today's episode, we're speaking to Sabine Matharu. Sabine is a corporate employee turned entrepreneur. She has done this very successfully and she's now a business coach with not one, but two bestsellers. Let's speak to Sabine and find out how she changed her life by changing her mindset. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And guess what? I am super, super, super excited. I'm always excited, but today I'm extra excited because today I have my client, my friend, somebody I've started my journey with, Sabine Mathurus. Hi, Sabine. Hi, girls. So fantastic to be on your show. I am so excited. It's, it's taken us so long for you to be on the show. That's the surprising part, isn't it, Sabine? But I you're finally you. here, which is amazing. So today we're going to be speaking to Sabine and talking about how she transitioned from being a corporate employee to becoming a successful entrepreneur. You've heard the intro. You've heard that father. She is a two times bestseller on on Amazon. She's got oh, you know, so many, <laughs> so many badges to her name. She's done so much, and Obviously, I've seen her journey throughout because we have actually started both our journeys together. I've seen her grow. But today I'm, I'm going to allow her to share through her words, through her mouth, you know, what all her ups and downs and how she actually worked on a mindset to get to where she is because she had the skills from before. And I knew this before. She had the skills, but it was a mindset that she worked on, which I probably played a small part in and where she is right now. So Sabine, tell us in your own words, what it is that you do? Okay, thank you so much, Cole. Uh, yeah, so I work with female entrepreneurs who want to start and grow their online business. And believe me, I was not a coach, a startup <laughs> coach before. Honestly, I wasn't. It's just really came through my own struggles. And and as, as you already rightly said, I come from the corporate world and I was not exposed to any entrepreneurship during my corporate world. And I mean, I thought that was all that I was doing, a nine to five and that's it. There was no other choice. But I and now I realize, obviously, we all now realize that there's another side mm. to this. And especially, you know, after the pandemic, there will be so many more people just either by choice becoming entrepreneurs mm. or involuntarily because they've lost their jobs. Yeah. Um, but there is another side to this. And so how did I transition? Well, uh, and what I did, what do I do now? I'll probably just build the story and put bit, bits and pieces because I really started very humbly. I never thought that I would end up with two businesses and going back, mm-hmm. actually helping and training corporates now with something that's called the empowerment portal. So I'm kind of swiveling back 360 degrees mm-hmm. um, uh, on my second business arm because I noticed that there is now such a need for people and especially HR to actually um, put things in place that will help with the mental well-being, with leadership, 
um, with remote working. So I'll, I'll probably talk you through this as well as to how this all came about. But my whole my whole ethos, it's all about collaboration. And this is where I've built my business from. And this is where we, we met, where we've made some mm. great connections some friendships. And it's about networking and being open-minded. And I think it's about thinking in an abundant term. I mean, yeah. yes, there are many other coaches out there that may be doing similar things as myself, but we all have our own spin and our own way of teaching something is, is you are a unique goal, right? The way you talk about money mindset. And I'm very inspired about, you know, what you do and how you are portraying that, you know, with fun, because a lot of other people are maybe a bit more serious talking about (laughs) money and finance and all that that people don't want to know. Right. So, um, and some other people may be attracted to that. So, yeah, I, I guess, gosh, when, when did I start? It's probably like when I had my second child. So I think it's always a bit of a pivotal moment when mm. you have children, when you realize, oh, my gosh, I don't really want to go back into that nine to five setting. Mm. It doesn't suit me anymore. I do want to see my children grow up. I do want to see like I didn't see my, my first child. He was born like what, nine, 12 years ago. I did go back into corporate mm. um, in between because I had a really high sort of high flying managerial job. I've been in management consulting I've been you know managing teams of hundreds of people and this was like a senior leadership sort of position that I had and before I was traveling so at that time when I had my son I I had a bit more of a a stable job where I didn't want to didn't have to travel a Monday to Friday because as a consultant I was always away so this was a bit more stable but still it felt like I I was in the in the organization, I was, it was with other people, like most of my time in the week. And I didn't see my son. I actually missed his first steps. I missed his first words because he was in nursery. Mm. So I felt really guilty. So when my second daughter came along, my second child, my daughter came along, that was two years after. So about 10 years now, I thought, okay, right after maternity, I don't want to really want to go back there. What can I do? So I actually caught and, and I knew I could just become an, a consultant to the organization mm. doing what I was doing before, like leadership, coaching and that kind of stuff. And that's how I started off. Really. I did mm. that for a number of years. I wasn't really, um, yeah, I guess I was sort of a secondhand entrepreneur, if you want to label it that way, because I was getting referrals through my, you know, ex employ employers and people that I knew before. Mm. But as I thought, well, hang on, I want to expand at some point. My children will be a bit older. I have more time because I started off just working part-time. And it was like, okay, how do I get more clients? How do I get out there? How do I create actually a brand for myself? Because I was just like my own name, Sabine Matharu Consulting. (laughs) So that's how I started off. I didn't have no logo, nothing. And so I started to look into the whole marketing and the whole social media. And I was maybe one of the last people actually getting on Facebook because I was kind of fearing all this side of thing and, you know, being visible and doing Mm -hmm. Facebook lives. Oh my gosh. You know, that was the worst being on a podcast. I would have never thought I'd do that (laughs) speaking. No way. (laughs) So, do you know, I mean, this is how I've grown and I've Everyone who's listening in can actually go on their journey if they just allow themselves and take the first step because mm-hmm. you don't know, you you really don't know what the next step really is unless you take it. And then it's almost like walking through a forest with, I don't know, there's so many bushes and trees and you don't know where you're stepping it. And, and maybe it's foggy as well. You only see like a few meters mm-hmm. and 
you know, it's about taking that step and say, okay, where am I now? Okay, I've done this. Oh, I've mastered it. I've done my first Facebook Live. Wow, I've done it. Now what next, right? So this is how I've inched my way forward. But I tell you what, my struggle was, and perhaps lots of your your listeners will, you know, relate to this, is when you enter into your own sort of being your own entrepreneur, um, your own business, it's like, oh my gosh, it feels a bit lonely. Mm. I have to do everything. I have to learn everything from marketing. Although really what we want to do is we want to be a coach. We want to be a consultant. We want to be like, I don't know, therapist or whatever we do. We just want to do that work, right? In mm. theory. But it quite doesn't always work out like that because we've got to do, learn other skills like yep. the sales and the marketing and the, I don't know, branding and social media, all the things we would have not expected this, you know, this, this world to, to, to be. Mm. And that was a bit of a shock to me. It was a shock because I had no idea. I was super overwhelmed. There were so many things flying at me, so much information online and this, that, and the other, and this course and that course. And it was like, whoa, where, you know, where do I really start? And that made me think, and it made me think like, hang on, if I'm feeling like that, and, you know, how would other women feel in my position who are kind of starting? Um, and I always wish to have someone who can really help me and sort of get me step by step through what I needed to do and hold me accountable and look over my shoulder and give me feedback around what's working, what's not working. And that made me think, why don't I create a course, a program that I, where I can actually help those female entrepreneurs in that setting where they get exactly what I would have wished for. Mm. And that's when my kind of initial real entrepreneurship was born when I, when I was like, okay, I'm not just a coach and consultant now for my mm. ex-employer, uh, like a freelance person. Now I have my own brand. I have my mm. own mission, my own establishment and my own content and that's when when my my real business was born, which is called Reach for Greatness, mm. which is obviously all about reaching for more in life. Of course, and it's morphed since it's morphed so many. Of course, things. it would as it would as it would <laughs> evolve and grow with you as you grow and evolve. That's normal. And um, so, question here is, you know, and I and I know that, and I remember seeing the journey from you. How did you, you know, come to you know? when you're in an employee setting, it has the limitations, but it also has its security element, so to speak, that the regular pay and, and, you know, the, and we all have bills to pay as well. So we need that regular pay. How did you work on your mindset to, to think, okay, I'm going to go with the self-employed route and maybe go towards entrepreneur later, um, entrepreneurship later, but I'm okay with where I am now, and and I'm okay with you know with the bills. How did you how did you work your mind around it? Because that's one of the biggest hurdles that people come across. They they have certain lifestyle, they have certain expectations, they have certain expenses to to meet, and therefore they're unable to leave their jobs like as you have done. That is a really really good question, and I think I actually was still doing some freelance work in the background for a good while mm. because it took me, as I said numerous attempts to bring my business to where it is now and it will it will happen when I was when I really let go I made the biggest shift because it was that commitment to myself mm. and to the business it made that energetic shift now 
I don't deny not even one second that it is scary and it mm. can feel scary. Seeing every single day, it still sometimes is. And this is where I I know it's, of course, we have that might, we, we need to trust in the universe one way that, you know, what, what we're putting out there, how we're showing up, the, you know, the daily actions that we are performing in our business will actually reap benefits. Rewards. Mm. And, you know, sometimes I don't even know, but someone just pings me a message. Hey, you know, I really loved what you were saying on that podcast, or I saw you on, on Facebook here, there, and, and, and all of a sudden a conversation starts and then perhaps a client relationship starts. Mm. You just don't know because you always, um, sowing the seeds. The other thing is, I think before you're ready to really leave that job, you need to have some sort of system in place. And this is where my project management kind of things coming in again. This is what I always preach is put something in place that's like a system in your business that will really do some of the heavy lifting so that it will always feed you with new clients, with new leads, and that you have a way to convert them into sales. Because if you don't have that predictability or, you know, sustainability in your business, then obviously the numbers won't work. Yeah. So it's another thing. So for me, it's mindset fused with business strategy to really make it work. But, or end, let's say, you you always have to continue continuously working on that. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's still like this uh, morning routine and an evening routine. And and um, I think I'm still working to, you know, keeping to those routines. But I do believe that, you know, if you have if you have some sort of meditation or doing some journaling in the mornings that really helps you get set for the day. Yes. And you get the energy and that self-belief and even mantras and stuff like that. Because, you know, our, the monkey in our head is always talking to us. It's always. always telling you you're not good enough. You know, nobody wants to listen to you. Who are you to pull up to, to have this kind of you know, ask for this kind of price and, and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, we do need to uh, feed that monkey with some positivity every single day. I agree. I agree. And I think this is important. You have to work on your mindset daily, whatever way that is through meditation. And I, I think all of them are great meditation, your journaling, affirmations, mantras, but you have to work systematically in your mindset all the time. And I love, this is where I think that your business has grown so beautifully is because you're able to combine that with the strategy because that's your area of expertise, how to strategize and how to put systems in place to, you know, to build a, a sustainable business, which is wonderful. Now, how did you, you say you've got a second strand business. How did that come about? So again, I think I, because I love collaboration, and also, I think I was listening to the universe telling me one morning, I mean, this is a really, it's a kind of a weird story, but mm -hmm. it is absolutely true, right? One morning I woke up and it was literally an idea, go and write a book with a hundred inspirational people. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I, I didn't think that much about it, but it came about very quickly because the right people came into my life mm -hmm. and I had more and more signals as to going and writing that book. But out of the book came four books because a hundred stories in one book mm. would have been quite a big undertaking. So what I've started doing is actually putting 25 stories into each of the books. And so mm. as we speak right now, I'm, I'm about to launch my third book. The first one's called Rise in Pursuit of Empowerment, 
which is all about empowering stories of other female entrepreneurs and how mm. they've turned their life around. The second one's a bit more of a cele- celebration, and it was called Joy Recipes for Abundance. And this is is exactly what it is. It's about how can you stay inspired every single day. And we talk about recipes, like cooking recipes. It's mm. about recipes for abundance, like one scoop of uh, silliness and two kisses and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So it's really, really quirky. And the third book is about shift and through the pandemic and looking at how many people have come out, you know, with positive stories mm. and the heroes that, you know, the resilience that people have built. Mm. And, and so it's about telling stories and through the stories, I've met so many other people that are in the same space of empowerment. And I knew that together with collaborating with an expert, we could actually create something really extraordinary. And that's what we did. We created the empowerment portal, which is a combination of a self-serve platform where we have probably about 60, 70 programs in there, Mm. everything from remote working to leadership, to mental wellness, physical wellness, uh, career development, and even entrepreneurship. Mm. So it's all under one roof, basically. Mm. And so, and we have obviously opportunity for individuals to come in and, and purchase monthly membership with us. But we also are rolling this out into organizations because it can be rolled out very, very quickly. Mm into the whole teams and you know obviously right now people need that kind of stuff the emotional well-being physical well-being mental wellness these are you know engagement even and culture building these are big things so kind of I'm going back into the um, the corporate space and helping those that are really struggling because it can be really tough in there and it can be that people feel like they don't have a choice but mm. I want to enlighten and inspire them and, and so we've created the self-serve coupled with a consultancy. So we can also do some, some um, this is again, coming back to what my original kind of, you know, um, career was, I was a consultant. So now I'm bringing that back in. So it's taking me 360 degrees, but on the way I've picked up all these other women who are um, therapists, uh, coaches, consultants in their own right. And they're collaborating with me on that. Wonderful. And how do you how do you manage your you know your time? I think this is an important question for you know, for those people who are parents. How do you manage your time between two young children? Because you had your son through and your daughter now through eleven plus, and you've got the home responsibilities as well. How did you manage your time and your mindset around that? It's very tough. It's tough. At times, I'm feeling still guilty because I'm working in evenings, on the weekends. I am very busy, and I don't deny that. I guess the only thing I can say is that, uh, yeah, it's and it's not easy working from the kitchen table or having the office you know, next door where you can just pop in and answer another email or you're on the phone. So, And I think I need to get better at that as well. It's about setting bigger boundaries mm. and saying, this is my family time. This is my business time and not thinking I need to respond to an email at nine o'clock in the evening. Mm. So that's why I really started. It really helped me. The other thing I use, I'm quite a tool-based person. I really like my calendars, my to-do lists. And, you know, if you look at my Google calendar, and it's it's simple because everyone's got Google and it's a free tool anyway. Mm. I actually have time slots for different things. 
And, and so it actually really keeps me organized and not booking things in when, you know, when I know I, I want to be with the children. So I've just blocked that out and say, this is not available. The time is not available. Mm-hmm. Um, and so quite often I had to say no to some things, you know, people in different time zones want to meet with me uh, such and such evenings. I said, no, I'm, I'm don't do these evenings mm-hmm. anymore, you know, and, and we have to be truthful to ourselves. Mm-hmm. What I would say very much related to what I was saying earlier about the kind of a, a routine in the morning. I, I'm more productive in the morning. And I think everyone needs to understand when, when they, they work best. Yes. And so I like the mornings um, because I'm fresh. You know, I've not watched gazillions of other videos <laughs> full filled up with other information, what have you. Um, so you want to really create, carve out a time and maybe a, um, I call it the non-negotiables list. Mm. So what are things in your day that are non-negotiable for you, that things that you want to achieve that make you feel good once you've achieved them? Mm. And so these are things like self-care. So whether it's the meditation, the journaling, maybe you want to go for a walk or maybe you want to have a bit of a an exercise session at home for even if it's 15 minutes stretch or yoga or whatever, right? So it's your self-care. Put that in and make sure it's happening otherwise it won't happen it just mm. won't happen um and then the other thing is the for me another non-negotiables is is the the sales sales and marketing activities because let's face it we could be easily go very distracted first thing in the morning to go and scroll on facebook and then respond to some random comments and just be really sucked into that and sort of not come out of it for a while mm. and you're sort of wasting your creative space time and your creative I don't know mojo um so I guess don't do that I know we're all kind of (laughs) addicted to social media and that's the thing we just have to be more strategic as to when we're going on social media what we want to achieve what we want to put in and what you're going to get out Mm. that I think is so key to actually set boundaries when it comes to social media messaging and set time aside for that and when you do have that non-negotiables um item on you know like sales and marketing then yes it may involve social media but it would be something along the lines of like being visible adding value connecting with new people reaching out doing sales all that kind of stuff that's really going to drive results okay that sounds brilliant okay so that's been fabulous thank you so much for sharing your experience with us sabine sabine tell us how can we connect with you how can we contact you so I am on Facebook under Reach for Greatness. You can also search for my uh, profile, Sabine Matharu. I also have a free group for female entrepreneurs. It's called Launch and Grow Your Online Business for Female Entrepreneurs. Um, I think those are all great places on Facebook. I'm also on Instagram. And, and I've just started a room in Clubhouse. But I think everyone's on Facebook. So come and join the group and my, my free group and then We'll take it from there, basically, let you know what's going on. Because in the group, I'll do challenges, webinars, all this kind of fun stuff, giveaways. As I said, I'm all about collaboration and getting other people involved and and, and giving them a stage as well and, and yep. their voice. Yeah. And that's what's worked wonderfully for you over the last few years. I, I've noticed that it's, it's, mm. everyone has their own way and you're, that's your niche. Wonderful. Well, those listening, all the links that all the, the links that Sabine has just mentioned, if you listen to this on the podcast, they will be all in the show notes. And if you're watching this on YouTube, 
down below in the description section you'll have these um in the description section. so all the links will be there so do go check out sabine and she is fabulous at putting systems in place and doing things and she really is really good at that so go and check her out and see what support you can get from her and also just um you know just follow her and uh, you can be, be surprised at her, her amazing journey it's come just in the last few years and she's come leaps and bounds so extremely proud of her and extremely proud to call her a friend um and obviously you know as a client too thank you so much sabine we have to have you back because you have such amazing knowledge about systems and tools and goodness you, you you're always teaching me every time we speak you're teaching me so we have to have you back we're going to have a, a sabine back on our money talking segment on wednesday where she will teach us something so we can improve our business for now, thank you so much for being, for joining me and for, for being an amazing guest on our Friday feature. For those listening, thank you so much for joining me and Sabine. I will be back on another Friday feature with another amazing guest sharing their um, journey, telling us how they changed their life by changing their mindset. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.